Hey guys, Adam from Splendid Sports here. We're back for another episode of Three and Three. This is episode number 31, and I'm real happy to be joined by Victor, the rookie card specialist. How you doing, Victor? Adam, I'm doing good, man. I'm honored to be here. I was I was looking through your channel and and I saw the lineup of guests that you've had on. I gotta admit, I was a little intimidated, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've, I've been lucky. I've I've had some awesome. Some of the best collectors, man, around. For sure. Yeah. So it's yeah. been uh, it's been a fun ride so far. This, like I mentioned, this is number thirty one. Um, quiz, pop quiz. I looked this up because I didn't know this, but well, it's kind of an opinion thing. But I started to think, like, all right, episode thirty one. Who's the best number thirty one in history of all? You know, of all uh, of all players. Like, who would you say is the best, most memorable number thirty one? It's not an easy number. Ooh. Any any off your off top of your head? I could I couldn't think of it. I I can't. Yeah, I don't get into the jersey numbers too much, yeah. so I don't. Nothing. I looked popping. it up and it was a good one. Greg Maddox. Greg Maddox. Really? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got some big ones coming up here. Thirty-two, thirty-three. Larry Bird episode. So I started for some reason. Like I never did that in the beginning, but now I'm like, maybe I'll do like a little theme if it's like a big number player. You know, like I had a. Chris from Card Ladder on uh, for Michael Jordan number twenty three episode. So okay, maybe yeah. I'll do, uh, maybe I'll get see if John Newman will come on for number forty two. There you go. That would work, right? Yeah, it would work. <laughs> anyway, um, I wanted to mention you were one of the many people that at the national. I was hoping to get a chance to talk with you, and uh, there was one moment. It was on. It was at the. Uh, I think it was a Thursday night get together. Uh, I was in a group conversation i happened to catch you across the room i saw you and i was thinking oh i gotta go talk to victor next thing i know though i'm in i'm in another conversation and then i i lost track of you so i unfortunately never got a chance to actually talk to you at the national which was a bummer uh but there, there was a lot of people i didn't get to talk to either so it's just so so jam-packed you know yeah there was a lot going on that day and that night even but here we are so yep. here's, here's we a made it yeah. So, guys, what we're going to do, if it happens to be your first one, uh, we're going to look at three of Victor's favorite cards in his collection. And of course, they're rookie cards, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we're going to look at three cards that are on his want list. Um, but tell me, Victor, you know, because I watch a lot of your content. I watch uh, I love you on Hobby Hotline. I'm always pumped when I when I pop on there and see that you're on uh, that week. Um I always find myself like agreeing with you. I, like everything, it seems like everything, you, every opinion you have on your channel or Hobby Hotline, I'm like nodding my head. Um, and I just, I love listening to you. Did you ever, anyone ever tell you that like they love listening to you talk in your voice? <laughs> Not to shower you with compliments, but I love like I could drive and listen to one of your videos and it's just, uh, you're a very easy listen. Yeah, I don't know. I, just well, to say I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I've got a, I got a lot of years of practice with with public speaking and that sort of thing. So, it, it's kind of like second nature for me. And uh, so, so yeah. Then the, and the, I've I've kind of changed my my approach on on making content. You know, I was I was kind of very serious and very, um, you know, content focused uh, the first couple of years. And, and then I, I started just to like lighten up a little bit and kind of let my, I, to be honest with you, I've been creating YouTube videos for three years now. And it's not until this year where I feel a lot more comfortable with the camera. I feel like I'm like, I'm finding my voice and where I can feel a little bit more at ease. I'm, I'm getting more comfortable, I guess, overall. 
but yeah, I appreciate that uh, uh, compliment. It means the world to me. And uh, it, yeah, as you know, and, and any other content creator knows that there's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes to, to, to making a video. And I, I do it uh, uh, with, with passion and I do it with, uh, I, I put my work in, you know, and I, I typically like to start uh, by inspiration, right? I'm, I'm always looking for something that inspires me. And, and I think that's the foundation of, of building the content. If you, if you start there, the end result is going to be halfway decent. Man. And we, you know, before we jumped on here, we were looking at your website. I want to mention your website because I think it's an awesome resource in the hobby. It's right there on the screen, truerookiecards.com. If, if you haven't gone to his site, uh, you mentioned, you know, the work that that was it's a great website, great resource. Um, but I was looking at it again today and I was just amazed at how much content you have on there. And as someone who works in the website field, I know how much work it is to put together just like one article, blog post. Um, and especially as in depth as you get in these, you know, player profiles of, of what their rookie cards are. Um, so I just wanted to mention that website because guys, if, yeah, if you haven't checked it out, definitely go, go look at it. And I know you got some big things planned to add to the website too, in the near future. So, um, I did want to mention that because it's hey, the the hobby needs stuff like that, in my opinion, especially, you know, if there are going to be a lot of new people coming into the hobby to have sites like yours that are so educational and informational, like it's just really a, a gem. So I wanted to, mention that and and um i'll be looking forward to seeing what comes next with the site too yeah and i appreciate all the help that you've given me uh some insightful things that really are, it's going to help me i don't know if you've noticed but while you were talking i was taking notes because uh <laughs> you're giving me some good advice there to, to improve the website awesome well hey I'm, I'm happy to help out like that so um let's uh let's get rolling here and yeah. if you're ready uh let's 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 look at the first card of the three of your favorites in your collection. I, I don't know everything you collect because, uh, you know, some of your videos, it's more, you know, topic related and so forth. Uh, I, I saw one recently where you're showing some awesome um, refractor Mickey Mantle cards. So that was really cool. But I'll be interested to see what you have here as, as uh, three of your favorites. So whenever you're ready. Yeah, uh, a little bit of background. I, 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 um, I've been collecting for like a total of 35 years. But in 2004, I got out of the hobby and, and I was just frustrated because I was doing a lot of card shows and really pouring my heart and soul into this card show scene. And I, I felt like I just wasn't getting anywhere. And uh, with the explosion of product that was going on back in that day, it just left me really frustrated. And unfortunately, out of my frustration, I just sold everything to a fellow uh, card dealer and uh, unfortunately, when I came back in 2014, I'm basically starting over. And so my 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 collection isn't as extensive as it once was, but I'm having fun piecing it all back together. I'm a big PSA guy, big set registry guy. And, and with that, um, a lot of the uh, rookie card set registries, I love those. And, and that's kind of and I really. I stick to players, to be honest with you, that have really inspired me, you know, really have meant something in my life. Uh, not to take away from pre-war or vintage. I, I love that stuff. But to me, there nothing beats 
collecting the rookie cards of a player that I actually watched play and who inspired me in some way, shape or form. And I give Ed Wesker Griff a lot of credit because he came up with the, with the concept that I felt like I always knew, but I never really expressed it as good as Ed does. But it's more like, if you want to know what to collect, just simply watch the game. Just, just watch the sport and the sport will inspire you to collect a certain player and and I and so much of today is is uh, who just tell me who to collect and and I think they're really missing out on a key element of what collecting and the hobby is really about, and that is collecting the players that you enjoy watching or learning about, right? So what I'm going to show you today are really um, key cards, key rookie cards that are really it's not about the value, but it's of the players that actually have meant something special in my life. And, and, and you can't, you can't replace that. That kind of stuff is like the, the credit card commercial, right? It's, it's, it's priceless. There's no, there's no dollar value that you can put on something that's nostalgic, that means something to you. Right. So the third number three on my list is going to be the, the Ozzy Smith rookie card. And, and this one, you know, this one is it's hard to find centered, so I was really happy to pounce on this one because it, it was really nicely centered. But this one, uh, I actually made a video about this card, but uh, it's been a while, so I'll, I'll, I'll give you the, the quick version. This one is really, uh, in 1981, um, I had recently started collecting. Uh, I was about 10 years old at the time, and I remember my dad, he was watching a White Sox game one night, and I was just on the floor uh, thumbing through a box of cards that I had. I had them in like a shoe box or a cigar box. I don't remember, but I was thumbing through my cards. And I came across the, the Ozzy Smith rookie card. Uh, I didn't know it was a rookie card, but what I liked about it was that the, the, the picture of Ozzy looked just like my dad. Uh, you're talking the, the sideburns. My dad had those exact sideburns in 1981. The mustache looked like my dad. I can tell you, even the, the the skin complexion looked like my dad. And I and I told my dad, Dad, look, you know, th this card hit this guy looks just like you, you know. And my dad kind of got a kick out of that. And he basically told me, Yes, and that, that that's Ozzie Smith. He's a he's a good baseball player, you know. You want to you want to take care of that card. And and it's like when my dad told me that it, it was just like, wow, this, my dad thinks this guy's good too. You know what I mean? So it was just a, like a, like a father son moment, right? That the card really just means something very special to me for that reason. And you probably think of your dad when you look at that card. Right? I do. I yeah. do. I look at my dad and, I, and I, it takes me back to that moment. Yep. And, and those are the things that, that, uh, that, that I feel are, that's missing. It's a missing component, I believe, in, in some of, of, of the hobby today. Now, did you vote for that card in the baseball card hall of fame this year? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, I, yeah. I didn't vote for it. There was so many other, but that was like probably number 11 for me. I, I, I probably should have voted for it, but right. I, I couldn't make my 10. I, I, uh, I unfortunately, uh, we don't vote. So, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But I'm really glad it did get in. I was I was like cheesing that it got in. Yeah. 
And then the, the other, the second one is going to be uh, the 1969 tops Reggie Jackson rookie card. And, and this one, I, I, is another guy again, that it goes back to a moment of, of nostalgia. And this was, uh, 1977 game six of the ALCS or no, I think it was the world series, but it's the game where Mike, where Reggie Jackson hit three home runs. If, if you recall that one in history, yep. Yep. Um, but you know, my, my dad was a big baseball fan and, you know, watching the, the, the postseason that was, that's what we did. We watched the postseason playoffs and, and I remember my mom and my dad and, and, and me were just, uh, in the living room uh, or the family room watching the world series. And we, wa- I, I sat there and watched this entire game with my parents and I saw this magnificent three home run game. And, and it was the anticipation after he hit the first two, well, he comes up for his next at bat. And it's one of them things where he's going to do it. No, he's not. He's going to do it. No, he's not. And when he hit it, there was just an explosion of happiness that happened between my parents and me. We were just, my dad jumped up from the couch. My mom starts screaming. (laughs) I'm jumping up and down, running around the house because I could not believe what I just saw. Reggie Jackson hits his third home run. That moment just imprinted into my mind. and, And that's how come I'm a big Reggie Jackson fan today because of that magical moment that he gave me. Well, and that, that it, it is about moments a lot of times, especially in the hobby. If you think like, you know, people do a lot of people are making their bets on, on modern players and, and, and so forth now prospecting. And uh, some of you got to consider is it, it, it does. Obviously, it matters the career they have and their stats and all this. But they got to also have some moments too to really be like hobby legends like like there with Reggie Jackson. Right. You know, he obviously had many moments but like that moment three home runs in in the in that game i mean stuff like that that has staying power for yep. you know in the hobby so i i love that card any any card with him too in the oakland uniform i just love man like yeah obviously the rookie's the best but yeah you know, i love his i love him in that oakland uniform something about yeah that. some of them are butt ugly but uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> classics yep all right so the third one um it's going to be perhaps the, the most meaningful to me. And, and that is the uh, Roberto Clemente uh, rookie card. Oh, baby. Yeah. Um, shop. I bought, purchased this one in 2019. I spent probably the entire year trying to find one. Uh, just, uh, you know, the, I'm a big centering guy. Centering is important to me and focus is important to me. But then, if you're shopping for a card like this that's centered and focused, um, there, there's like an upcharge, right? That sometimes we got to deal with. And, and a lot of times I wasn't willing to pay the upcharge. Uh, so I, I shopped for this card for six or seven months before I finally pulled the trigger and, and found one on eBay. But really happy with this card. Uh, uh, this guy... Uh, is another guy that that means the world to me. He was from the uh, same town as um, as my mom in Puerto Rico. My my parents are, are both Puerto Rican, and they were uh, somewhat the same age as Roberto Clemente. So, in my parents' heart and mind, they were he was uh, 
a hero. He was a legend, right? And my parents made sure as baseball fans to pass that legacy down to me. And I remember many a conversations in, in, in our, at our family dinner times where they would tell me stories about watching him play or stories of his accomplishments and that sort of thing. So they always revered Roberto Clemente and they made sure to always um, pass that along to me because, uh, you know, not a lot of, not a lot of heroes <laughs> uh, that, that, that we can really pinpoint like, like Roberto Clemente. So very proud of this card and what it means to me and, and, and my family legacy. That, yeah, I was going to say, I bet you're happy you, you bought that one in 2019 when you did, right? Yeah. Looking back, for sure. Looking back, <laughs> for sure. Because you're right, man. Those are so hard to find with good eye appeal. Yeah. Uh, that was a PSA 4, right? That looked, I mean, fantastic. So, yeah, good move. Good move yeah. pulling the trigger on that one when you did. We yep. were we were looking, uh, what was I was with, well, I, part of it might have been because I was walking around the National with uh, Theo Clemente Collector, and he had a Clemente jersey on. Uh, but we were walking around the national talking to a lot of dealers and he kept asking, um, you know, who's the, who's the hottest player that, you know, you've been selling. And they, a lot of them said Clemente at the, um, at the national. So again, they might've just been saying that cause he had the Jersey on, but um, it seems like his legend is even growing, continuing to grow even, uh, yep. even now, you know, yep. just, he's always obviously been a hobby legend, but I feel like he's even outpacing some of the other guys now. Yeah, Bobby. I think so. And I, I think it's probably, I think, you know, it was Mickey Mantle, but I think Mickey Mantle is getting so out of reach for so many people that it's probably part of it. I don't know. But yeah, I've noticed the same thing that what you're saying. I've, I've noticed Clemente on, on, on an uptick here as far as the amount of people actually collecting him and looking for his stuff. All right. So let's go into the second part here where I'm going to pull up card ladder so we can pull up a, uh, some images but we're going to look at uh, three cards that are on your want list here that you'd like to add to your collection. Yeah. Up here. Yeah. Again, the, the concept doesn't change, right? It's, it's players that mean something to me. Uh, but the first one would be a Jackie Robinson rookie card. I would, I would love to um, um, own his 48 leaf someday and uh I, I you know it's getting it's it's not looking good right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well th this one's a little, i mean uh, i just pulled up the first one obviously it's a a nice psa 8 that uh i don't think too many people can afford but it's a great right. great picture here yeah uh, just to, to pull up an image of the card but yes uh that's that card yeah that th thing is just continuing to climb continuing to fly out of reach even in the lowest grades so. even in low grades i know yeah and just uh, who who he who he represents in in the hobby i mean he's a he's a he's a pop culture icon he's a he's a hobby icon he's just uh, i mean the, the story is just so inspiring right it's just a, a story of of humanity and grit and 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 just excellence and and he just inspires me to to want to collect his card all right. So, oops, sorry about that. My let's go. Let's number, go. Number two here. Number two wallet. on my list is, is um, one that I really just haven't prioritized. And that's the 1976 tops Walter Payton rookie card. Um, I don't know why I don't have this card yet. I just, again, I haven't prioritized it is, is the only explanation. 
that I can think of. Uh, but this one, you know, um, 1985, I grew up in the Chicagoland region. In 1985, I was 15 years old. Um, I, I watched every game of that entire season. And and this guy was the heart and soul of the team. And and just um, it, it means more than just a, a rookie card in, in a collection. To me, it means it's it's a part of my life. It's a part of the nostalgia that I have in the hobby. And, and um, one that I need to make more of a priority, for sure. So... All right. So with this uh, Walter Payton rookie card, you know what it reminded me of? I had a, well, I did a, I did a episode of, of John Newman's podcast, Sports Card Nation, a while back. And uh, we got to talking about Walter Payton. And I did not know this, that he only missed one game in his entire career. Did Amazing. you know that? I, I did not know that. I, I didn't know. I knew he was like an Iron Man in, in football, but a running back, I think he played like 10, 11 years and he missed one game his whole career. I mean, think wow. about that you look at the running backs now, like if you play fantasy football, I, I feel like the every, every week my running backs are on the injured list or I don't know if they're going to play. Uh, and this guy played almost basically every game for like a decade of, of his whole career. It's incredible. Remarkable. Yeah, it is. But yeah, just a all time classic uh, vintage football card there. I love that. Yeah. Let I me mean, look at that one. Nice PSA four, nice centering on that one. That would be a nice, nice yeah. snag right there. So yeah, great card. All right, so let's go number three. This one uh, is one that I, I have owned three of them in, in my lifetime, but currently do not have in my collection. And that is the uh, 1986 Fleer Michael Jordan rookie card. Ah. And this is the ones that uh, I have sold when I was a dealer, sold these when I had my, when I sold my collection in 2004 i had a really nice copy that i was part of the part of the cards that i sold uh but currently do not have one in this guy um again born or uh, not born but raised in the chicagoland region uh this card i mean this guy i i about followed his entire career you talk about watch the game as we were talking about earlier we literally almost for a decade we sat and watched every game of the Chicago Bulls. And this guy is just, uh, he's, he's one of probably, he's probably one of the main guys in my PC. I have many uh, Michael Jordan cards in, in my PC, uh, all of them graded. And, and it's just, uh, this is the one that has eluded me only because of the price tag and because of how picky I am with, with centering and, and that sort of thing. It just, have not been able to, you know, raising five kids uh, or I'm only down to one now, but, I, okay. you know, raising five kids, I just did not ha have the funds to, to get something uh, like this. But, man, do I wish I would have gotten it earlier. And uh, in 2019, when I made when I purchased that Roberto Clemente, it, it, it was a toss up. Am I going to get the Jordan rookie or the Clemente rookie? And uh, I opted to go with the Clemente rookie. So uh, I got to make uh, more plans to get this one uh, sooner rather than later. You know, and, and with this card, it, 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 it is good to know, like, it, it will always be there whenever you want to make a run at it. It's not like, you know, it, it, there'll always be one that you can can buy. So um, exactly. 
how do you feel about the star card? Is that uh, maybe we shouldn't go down that road either? But no, is, is we can. Card we can, you never want to get to. Like we can, time? we can, we can touch on it. I, 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 um, I've done a lot of commentary on this on the on the star. Uh, to me, it, it's it's uh, it's a great card, um, one that I, I I'd love to own. Um, but uh, but to me, where where the rub is for me is where we try to say, no, that's the true rookie card. And then what we're, tr what we do is we're devaluing the 86 Fleer and, and that's the kind of language that I don't like, but um, you know, it's a, it's a legitimate card. It was licensed, but it, it doesn't have the other qualifiers. Uh, you know, it's distribution method was very odd for the day and, and just, there were cards that were never really considered uh, in the 80s and 90s. And, and this big hype machine that, that tries to, you know, pump it up and, and, and try to rewrite history uh, with certain things when the hobby has viewed it a certain way for decades. And now we want to reinvent the wheel like, like we've cracked some type of code just uh, really... Uh, uh, bothers me, but it's, you know, it's a great card. I, I, I do consider it, you know, uh, a, a primary card of his, but, but to call it the, the true rookie card is in my eyes is debatable. So at the end yeah. of these, I uh, like to ask uh, if you have any um, other, let's say other YouTube channels that you enjoy um, anyone you want to mention uh, that, you know, maybe I could do a three and three with in the future. But uh, if you have anyone on, you know, top of your head that you'd want to throw out there for a mention, I'd love to hear it. Oh, man. Uh, I I listen to so many people, man. I have. <laughs> I, I really I don't even need cable TV, to be honest with you. I, you know, I watch hobby content any, any chance I get. Um, oh, man, I hate to. um it could be yeah, someone that's in the uh, sports card hall of fame with you, maybe. You know, we had Ray. Uh, I, I talked with Ray recently. Yeah. Who else does that with you? Mike, Mike, Steve Line, uh, this baseball card life. Okay, there we go. Yeah, 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 yep. He'd be good. Uh, uh, John Newman be good. And have you had John Newman on? No, I think, like I said, um, I've been on his podcast, but I think I'm saving him for episode 42 whenever I can get to it. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. there you go. That's a good one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, those are definitely uh, two guys I'd love to have on at some point. So appreciate the appreciate the shout outs there. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, I'm sure anyone watching here for the most part knows about Victor and probably already subscribes to him on YouTube. But I love your channel. Um, you are also on Instagram, right? You got a, your Instagram account. Um, yep. And obviously we mentioned the website, truerookiecards.com. Go check it out. I found some things on there today I actually hadn't even seen before. Um, just like stuff you put together a while back, uh, you know, with what you were kind of just getting at with like the guidelines and the, the commandments yeah. for rookie cards. And I love that stuff. I, I, uh, I didn't know a lot of that stuff cause I, I took a long break from really not buying cards, but really following anything hobby related or, uh, anything, anything like that. So a lot of this was news to me when I came back and started really focusing on the hobby a couple years back. So I really enjoyed, you know, looking all this, what, what goes into all the stuff you've put together. I, I really uh, enjoy that content. So I want to give it another mention. And um, 
I really think people would uh, love your website if they haven't checked it out yet. So yeah, I appreciate it. And, and the, and the, the guidelines is something that, you know, I think it's been strategically forsaken uh, really by the industry yeah. uh, and, and, and by dealers. And, and I think that um, be the, the consequence of that has been that the rookie card has become muddied. Right. And it's just very um, chaotic, very unorganized. And, and I'm just trying to bring structure and, and breaking things down into categories, I think, makes the most sense and, and really um, applying some 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 structure to it, because uh, I'm just it's not nothing that I've really invented. I'm just really resurrecting guidelines that have been forsaken for for so long. And, and I think are, are needed. Yeah. And, and lastly, you know, you mentioned this a little bit earlier, too, but, uh, you know, the, a lot of new people that might come into the hobby, they might not know a ton about cards, uh, but they might be a fan of a certain player that they love watching, a huge fan of. Uh, and they they need resources to be able to go type in, you know, what's this guy's rookie card, you know, or rookie cards. Right. And uh, that type of content is very, very helpful. You're not telling people what to invest in, but uh, you're you're giving them information that's very valuable and honestly there's not a you know there's not a ton of great stuff out there for for certain uh, hobby content things like that in the form of you know blogs and, and written content on a website so yeah i think i think it, it could be a huge resource for especially the, those newer people too to the hobby um but yeah victor man thank you for taking the time to join me here this has been really really fun and um any last words you want to say before we go well, just, uh, you know, thank you for having me. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, uh, thank you for all the kind words and um, thank you for allowing me to share some of my cards and, and, and kind of the reason why, right? Know your why is, is perhaps one of the most important things uh, that, that, that you should have in the hobby. Know your why, you know, why do you like this player? And, and it should be, uh, I'm okay if, if it's for the money. But it's got to be more than that. It, there, it has to be more. If not, it's it's vanity. It, if not, it becomes um, sh it's short sighted, and and we're not really capturing um, just what the hobby's all about. All right. Well, guys, thanks for joining us here on episode thirty one of Three and Three, and we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>